it comes to real estate, from Grinselberg to Candle Lake. Rick will find your home or cabin. He's the one to make it happen. Deal with Rick, you get top dollar. Pick up the phone, give him a holler. Just call Rick. 960-6485. Just call Rick. 960-6485. Dark Moon Media. Yeah, we're just keeping it simple right now. Yeah, I'm just trying to keep it simple. We just got to keep it simple. Not to simplify here. Simplify things a little bit. Keeping it simple and working hard. Yeah, you know, they're a good team. Yeah, we started off good there. They're a good team. We're worried about the first five minutes. Obviously, they're a good team. The last 40 minutes. They have a lot of good players. We're going to have to play a full 60 minutes. Perfect for the whole 60. Full 60. They're still 20 minutes to go. A lot of high-end skill and we got a great team. They're a good team over there. First five, 10 minutes were really good. They got a lot of depth. They got uh Yeah, you won't find that level of effort here. Tick with a side of Tets starts now. Boom, here we go. Oh, what's happening over there? Joey doing something. Here we are. Tick with a side of Tets. It's Tick and Tets. No guess. We said we'd be... Every time I see people now, they're just like, I thought you guys were going to be on top of it weekly. My God, are we hard to line up. <laughs> I should no, just... that's our marketing scheme. That's our marketing scheme. Just keep them on a thread. Oh, yeah. It's like Costanza, making them wanting more. We're not going to be one of those yeah. podcasts that are always there for you. It's going to be a goddamn treat, right? When you're so bored in your <laughs> truck or you're at work and you got nothing, you're like, look at those bastards. They went out and put a podcast for me. Sweet. <laughs> keep it special. So we were going to try to keep it like weekly, but obviously, geez, that's hard. Okay. Well, for for once, it was technical difficulties on my side. I yeah. dropped my computer. I dropped my computer over Christmas. Um, it wasn't firing up. Now I have it fired up, but apparently the speaker doesn't work. So we've discovered that we can actually just do this from my phone. So now um, we literally have no excuse because you can do it from your phone. And this sounds good. Like yeah. you said, you've got that. Elon, what's his name? Elaine? How do you say his name? Musk. Elon, Elon Musk. Elon Musk. You have his Wi-Fi now. Yes. Well, so now you're yeah. you're Danny Deadly, but you're going from your cell phone anyway, so it could just be data anywheres. Anywheres? Yeah. That's, that's not bad talk. Anywheres. Anywheres. <laughs> Over theirs. <laughs> Over theirs and anywheres. <laughs> okay. We'll probably get to, uh, we, we, we could almost do... Uh, like I know the Monday Nooner guys got the senior hockey one spitting chicklets as the NHL. Be you should just yeah. be doing. We should just be doing the minor hockey report because we both got kids in uh, <laughs> in yeah. uh, midget triple. Oh my god, you can't say midget triple A. That's that's offensive. I apologize. Yeah. Let that slip. Uh, mm -hmm. But even though it says it on the website, the Saskatchewan Midget Triple uh, A Hockey League, um, we have that. You got a boy in Pee Wee. Mac is Pee Wee, right? Yeah. Max Peewee, yeah, second year Peewee. Yeah, I got Bantam and I got Adam. And here, here's the funny thing. Well, I don't know. <laughs> For the way uh, Midget AAA is, and that here, oh, I, yeah, I haven't talked to you since this. So the thing about when your kids play Midget AAA is, unlike Peewee and Bantam AA, it's like the first year where the game really affects. I'm sure it does a little bit in Peewee AA, but an hour after they're on the water slides, it's fa fine. Bantam, <laughs> maybe a little bit more. Now Midget AAA, it literally, their whole mood revolves around how their hockey's going. So if it's great, yeah. they're great. And if it's not, they're just, they're 
pieces of shit to be around. Like it, it's brutal. <laughs> so my most exciting thing, I was like, oh, you know, I love watching AAA hockey. This would be great. So and then I was like, no, this isn't great because my boy, he's get he gets injured. He's uh, he was sick and then he didn't play good. And so I was like, well, this isn't good. And then I was like, oh, okay, well, I've still got my my uh, Adam boy. And then my Adam boy, here's this. So we play spring hockey last year on this team. And then we go, they have like a skate at Christmas. They get these two skates. We can't make ones on December 23rd. We can't make it. And then we go on December 28th. And we heard some people are like, oh, some people from the spring hockey team are switching teams. And and then there's a PA team that was having one. I was like, oh, PA would be wicked handy. That would be perfect. You know, now we don't have to travel. But then I, I didn't want to be that dad. It's like, oh, people are jumping ship, trying to look for greener pastures. And I was like, you know what? They were so good to us. He likes all his friends. We'll go out there and be all good. We went what we thought was just to skate and then I get a call after like, yeah, you know what? We're not going to keep them. But I was like, oh shit. I never really realized it was a tryout, but I was like, okay. And then we called the PA team and they're like, no, we're, we're full. And I was like, oh shit. Now what? Baseball. Oh, and then it was like, oh man. And it's, so then it went from, you know, the Bantam House League, which is a terrible league because they don't even tier it. So you get kids that have ne- there's kids that have never played hockey before who are trying to Bantam, which I was regretting going to the ring. Like we watched the first few skates. I'm like, well, this is what a write off of a year. This is going to be when your kids right on the cusp of playing double A like is the AP and doing this. But now now I had to tell my nine year old he didn't make it because he's like, you got to go hard. He's like, what? That was a tryout? And I was like, yeah. He goes, well, I wasn't trying. And I was like, well, well, that's your problem then. You go every time you go on the ice, you got to try. So we had that talk. And then uh, the wife ended up calling the guy and because I couldn't bring myself. Well, I did one message and they're like, no, we're full. And they're like, oh, come on, I'll call the other guy. And then so they got room for him. So. It all worked out for that one. But now, uh, this Bantam House League, which I thought was going to be bad, the kids are starting to come together. And it's not about your kid. It's about all these kids. Like, There's some kids that are in, like, Eagle's Nest or have, like, uh, problems that are coming out. I was like, and I'm trying to tell my wife, I was like, look how good this is. Like, some of these, it, it may be tough to watch, but I was like, for some of these kids, I go, this is a an escape. Like, this is so huge for them. And now they're getting along. Yeah. They just won this tournament. And man, I, I, can't, believe oh, I'm gonna awesome. say, I can't believe I'm going to say it. My favorite thing right now, Bantam House League. Loving Bantam House League. Because <laughs> they're just there. That's having, awesome. Because they're having fun. Is there, and, some pa- is there some parents that don't have the same perspective, though? <laughs> There'd be the ones that would be like on, you know, when they're borderline, like those ones are, are yeah. you know, because they're like, well, this is terrible. It's like, you know what? And my boy's all fired up. The house, He's enjoying his house league. And now he's like, oh, I want to play double A next year. So now uh, out of my three boys, he's the one on the outdoor rink the most. He goes and shoots the shoots the pucks in the shop now. And he's going to the gym uh, at 430 each day after class. It's like, ah. It is what it is, man. That's that's perfect. There you, there go. you go. Right on. Bantam House League. Here we go. Little, little, little motivation. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, let's uh, – you, you had the max. We didn't make the max. Hey, and the, you know what else? Uh, so the max, uh, I had a show in Calgary, and then it didn't work. We didn't make it. So it, I turned on another show. So I ended up getting a show in PA. worked out good. But now next year – the world juniors are in Sweden. I think I might get asked to perform at it because I did the last cup, the one in Finland yeah. and the one in the Czech. But 
now I'm all in on the Max again. So if they don't make the Max, I, that means I turned down the World Juniors in Sweden because I thought we we're going to the Max. So if they don't make the Max, I'm going to be pissed off. It almost reminds it. It's well, not to the same degree, but uh, I have a buddy of mine owns a bar in Regina Beach, and he goes, "What days do you have open?" And I was like, "I have January 20th and February 17th are my only two days open till April." And he's like, uh, "And I was like, well, I'm in." I'm in Regina January 21st. Why wouldn't I do the 20th? Perfect. That's on the way. Let's do it. So we book it. I, and then I look at the kids' calendars. Like, oh, man, my boy plays hockey on the 20th tomorrow. And I was like, Let, let's not do that. Let's do the 17th. So, and the 17th, my show on the 18th, is nowhere near Regina. So I was like <laughs> four or five hours away. But I was like, whatever, let's do it. So now, and then uh, the World Juniors are going on, and as soon as Bedard has that dangling goal in the quarterfinal, the PA Raiders are instantly like, February 17th, get your tickets before it sells out. And I was like, <laughs> man, that was the one day I had opened. So now I'm going to watch my – if my boy doesn't have five goals tomorrow, I'm going to be pissed off because now I'm missing my one – I haven't seen Bedard play yet. So now I'm going to miss Bedard in PA on the 17th. Brutal. I haven't, I haven't seen him play yet either. Yeah, hey, do, uh, have you checked the schedule for when they come to Calgary? No, I haven't. I just no. I just saw my first Raider uh, Raider game yesterday because I'll go to whatever games I can. But yeah. I got three boys in hockey, and I'm on the road, so I it's very rare. And then yesterday, the <laughs> Winnipeg Ice were in town. Holy shit, are they good? They're pretty good, eh? They're pretty good. I don't know if it ended 8 1. I left with a minute 45 left to beat the PA traffic. Uh, yeah, 8 1. I went, I remember Savoy. I seen Savoy play before, and I was like, oh, he's, I was excited to see him. But then there's that Benson. This Benson was unreal. Savoy, geeky. They got that McClellan. And then I never knew that the Raiders, um, that Richie, who went 13th overall, is uh yeah, Ryder? He, yeah, he's got tw- he's got 27 points as a 16-year-old. He went 14th. Yeah. And so I messaged yeah, pretty good. So I messaged my boys like, "Oh my god, this Richie's unreal." Cuz Pearden went mm-hmm. one before him. And he said it's, it's uh, Byron Richie's son. He's playing Lethbridge. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I knew it was. I knew that. Cuz there's and then yeah. there's Darren Richie, the hairy guy that played in Brandon. Yeah, I don't know about his hair content, but yes, he played in Brandon. <laughs> Hey, that's that's my backup. I remember uh, that's my uh, two my two fake games backed up was Brandon. Darren Ritchie was on there. So I used to get Darren Ritchie and uh, Byron Ritchie. Yeah. Yeah. Byron Ritchie's less rich. Darren Ritchie. Uh, Brandon, yes. Yeah. So, yeah, he's absolutely killing it as a – what I say? I think he went 14th overall. So that Berkeley yeah. Canton is leading, which he went first overall. He's unbelievable. I don't know who's second. I'm not sure who's – Second, the sixteen-year-olds, but oh. that's impressive. Yeah. So how did you guys? Very impressive. How did you guys do at the max? Um, we won our first game, so that's always a good start. And then we didn't, uh, we didn't really play too hard the next couple of games. They were close, but we needed a, a win and a tie just to move move forward or get into a higher pool. But we uh, ended up in the D pool. So um, we were fighting out in the D pool. We finished, ended up mathematically finishing last in our pool. And then, then I think we lost in the semifinals. So it was uh, not what, quite. Was there a quarterfinal or you went straight to the semifinals? Uh, there was a quarterfinal, yeah. Oh, so you won that game? Yeah. There you go. 
Yeah, so I think it wasn't, wasn't too bad. Who won those? Is, there's so um, Thaha South Alberta Hockey Academy um, out of out of Medicine Hat. They're really good. They have uh, they have the number one over pick. Those from Whitehorse. He's really good. Which, who's that Whitehorse one? Uh, what's his name? He went overall in the Bantam draft this past year. Oh, it's on the tip of my tongue. But his first game in the WHL. He got four points. As a, are you talking Ga- Gavin, Ma- Gavin McKenna? Yeah, Gavin McKenna plays on that team. So he was, oh yeah, because he's in, that's right, because he's in Medicine Hat playing on that team, and then that's that yeah. loophole for exceptional status because he plays. Yeah, he scored, he had four points as a 14-year-old. Yeah, I think he just turned 15 in December. Yeah, that's right. He's got that late birthday, so his draft will be <laughs> yeah. like uh, Tanner Howe, who's doing it with, uh, killing it with Regina right yeah. now. We'll have that uh, that draft the next year. Yeah, there's so many like the the max tournament is so much fun. So many people come out um, the week between Christmas and New Year's. The hockey was great. There's so many good kids out there. Like it was just it's so nice to see that amateur hockey that good. It's 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 awesome. They're f- bad. They're they're good. That uh, that Benson did a Zegris yesterday. He th- threw the flipped it over the net. Like there was a D man on each side of the post, so you couldn't really get it and feed it out in front. And he just well, oh, okay. Like the creativity, <laughs> how good these kids are is like holy I know the, shit. The balls, the balls to try these things. I could just re- imagine some of my coaches if somebody tried that on our on our midget team, or I mean our U eighteen team, or a Banta team. Oh my god! Oh, <laughs> if my old man saw somebody trying to do that, he'd be like, "What the fuck is going on out there?" <laughs> Oh man, I got a I caught a game and uh, caught a Winnipeg Jet Jets game. Though that's how I always book the comedy club in Winnipeg. I look for when they oh. have a Jets game, and then I usually try to watch the. They usually have the Oscar movies kind of at the same time. I saw. Yeah. People always go. You like like where's your favorite place to perform? Winnipeg. You go to the club. Oh. Best club man. You you. You go out, there's uh, great restaurants in Winnipeg, catch a Jets game, and then I watch movies during the day, and it's just, it's like fucking comedy boot camp, I and then I have the time, same thing. and then I can I I relax, t- it's the best. I tell people the same thing, I, I tell people I've never had a bad time in Winnipeg, Sunday night, Monday night, anytime, like, <laughs> the people are so awesome there, <laughs> and you just have so much fun, I don't know, it's just... Uh, I guess, I guess they make their own fun. There's nothing else, nothing else to do on the prairies, but great people. And I, I love Winnipeg. Have I, have I told my, I've told my Ray Bork story on this, right? Of in Winnipeg. Um, I'm not sure. I'm trying to think if I have, I don't, I don't, I don't think I know it. So maybe not, or you'd have to refresh me. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's like, uh, <laughs> so, cause I've been doing this club. This is my 17th year doing this club. And here's the thing about doing this club for 17 years is it's good and it's not good because <laughs> people will do clubs and then their their career, they're on the way and then their career climbs. Now they're doing theaters and they've got shows and things are going big. Or if they're doing comedy that long, they start fading off and they're not as irrelevant and then they can't get into the clubs. Whereas I've kept her right in the middle the whole way. <laughs> so... <laughs> so <laughs> 
But uh, every when I go there, uh, I have uh, like it's one of the cities. Like I maybe maybe Lloyd, Lloyd. I do a lot of shows at Lloyd, so to have a little bit of a following, maybe at Lloyd and Winnipeg. That's when you know your career's on fire. Your two followings are Lloyd <laughs> and Winnipeg. So Winnipeg would be the one place that have like this mild speck of fame. And out of fame, I mean out of out of fame, my my fame level would be two, and that's not two out of ten. That's two out of a hundred. So, so like we'll go to the Jets game and people are like, hey, there you are, like the, like from rumors, hey, and I was like, oh yeah, it's kind of nice. So we're sitting in there and I'm doing uh, Mike Keen's uh, NHL fantasy camp. I want to say that's probably it's gonna be about six. I'm actually doing it again March March twenty uh, second. I'm going. Mike Keen is one of the biggest beauties ever. Just an unbelievable guy. Great guy. Have you met Mike Keen, Keener? No, I've I've not met him. Awesome. I've, I've never heard a bad thing about him. though. Oh uh, yeah, just awesome guy. I think last time when I went in Winnipeg in the summer too, he invited me over. Went for uh, well, he's one of those. He's one of those good people from Winnipeg. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I'm doing his fantasy camp, and I go down to the lobby, and there's some guys. Flights are coming in a little bit later, and uh, Ray Bork's there, and the guy organizing it is there. And he's like, hey, guys are running behind. Why don't you and uh, you and Rain go uh, just grab a drink on the other side? Which is cool. It's like, and that that little stuff like that is like, oh man, what comedy's got me all like everything in my life to be able to go across into this hotel bar and have a drink with Ray Bork because we'd actually worked together at Hockey Heroes, this thing in Saskatoon. So this is our second time working together. So we go over and we're just having a drink. And there's no one in there. Yeah, me and Ray. So we're sitting there having a drink and a guy walks in and he's like, whoa. And he kind of like, I was like, it's just me and Ray there. Is it? And he kind of walks over like waiting for a little break at us talk. He's like, excuse me, guys, hate to do this, but do you mind if I get a picture? And I was like, what in my head? I was like, well, man, like a hundred percent. Sure, Ray's like, he's going to be fine with this. Like, this is fucking one of the greatest defensemen ever to play. So I go to grab the guy's phone to take a picture of him and Ray Bork, and he passes the phone to Ray, and he puts his arm around me, and he's like, you're like my favorite comedian. My wife loves you so much, man. She, like, knows all your stuff. And I was like, I'm dying laughing. Like, this is funny. This is funny to me in a regular sense, not, like, to have Ray Bork taking the picture. This guy has no clue that Ray Borg's taking the picture. I'm f- so I'm just dying, and I and like so it's funny on that level. But then, which I which I didn't even cross my mind is now Ray kind of thinks I'm famous. I think maybe because because like, <laughs> like this guy's coming up and taking pictures. So then the next time it was right after uh, years. It was the day after uh, Humboldt. Uh, we're in the airport and I just, man, down and out in Saskatoon. And then Ray Bork, uh, Todd Bertuzzi, Ally Afraidy, Mike Medano, and PJ Stock come into the bar part. And I'm just sitting there by myself. And I was like, oh, I know um, Al, Ray. I hadn't met Bertuzzi before. And he, he we had a good beer, was, had some laughs. And I was like, oh, man, just the way the hockey circle works, you know, uh, just when you're feeling like shit of this humbled, terrible tragedy, just hockey guys and kind of lift the spirits. And now we're kind of going to load this plane. I'm on the same flight as these guys. And there's people I'm seeing, like I'm SAS guys. People are like, hey, Taylor. So maybe Ray's like, people are recognizing me again. <laughs> so we get on the plane. And the craziest thing, I have never in my life have I been moved to first class. Never. And this this the stewardess comes up. She's like, hey, I got two seats up here if you guys want. And it's me and Ray. And we're like, 
Yeah, yeah, for sure. And Al's like one seat behind, and we like he's the first one that's not in first class, but he's like, hey, what do we? How do I get up there? So me and Ray go up there. We're drinking, having a great time. The waitress or the stewardess comes up, and she, she's like, so what do you guys do? And Ray's like, oh, he's a comedian, like famous. You're like, oh yeah. And then she goes like, what do you do? And he's like, oh, I used to play hockey. And she goes, my dad. She goes, my dad's a huge hockey fan. He's a Bruins fan. And she goes, what's your name? He might know you. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I think he's going to know him. So Ray tells her, yeah, Ray Barton. It's like, oh, okay, right on. That's great. So now we're, we're visiting. And Ray's like, hey, he goes, every year the Bruins have, uh, like a comedian comes in at this function I go to each year with the Bruins. He goes, I, I should get you to come. I was like, oh, yeah, for sure. That sounds good. I was like, who's the comedian you had last year? And he goes, uh, uh, oh, what's his, uh, he was a Boston guy. And I was like, oh, okay, I know a few Boston guys. I was like, yeah, for sure. And I was like, and he's like, oh, because comics always want to know who the other comic was. And he's like, what was his, uh, Bill, Bill. And I was like, when he said Bill, I was like, wow. Well, come on. <laughs> Bill Burr is from Boston. <laughs> and I was like, Bill Burr? And he's like, yeah, yeah, that's it. That's the guy, Bill Burr. <laughs> and I was like, and I was like, yeah, 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 Ray. Yeah, lock me down for whatever Bill Burr got paid. I'll uh, I'll come in. Don't even talk to the committee. Let's lock this down right now, and I'll pay my own travel. Uh, that gig uh, never. Hear the, the, I can hear the conversation with Bill Burr's agents. They're like, what? <laughs> He's not going to get what? Was it for who? <laughs> I don't know. Keep hanging over the Ray Bork, man. Oh. So now, and here's the gig. So I, I'm in Winnipeg, and I'm I'm hanging out with the club manager, my one of my best friends. Guy's unbelievable. Uh, that's probably one of the other parts of going to Winnipeg is the club manager is so good. And it's like, the thing about January is I always get scared. It's like, you have all this work in December, and like, what's going to come now? You're like, because the phone's going to kind of slow down and that. And then I get this call, Bob Fawcett out of Saskatoon. He's, he runs uh, help, Hockey Helps the Homeless. So he brings a bunch of NHL guys for that. March 23rd. It's like I do Mike Keene's thing and then go to do this other one. And he's like, June 23rd. I got the big golf course one. I was like, oh, unbelievable. That's the one I did with Corson. Uh, was that the one I did with Corson? And he was bad. He was, he, I think someone paid 10 grand for him. He never got out of the cart. He was drinking the whole time. But, uh, <laughs> so it's like, boom, I pick up these two NHL gigs and I was like, right on. I just said, I don't get these. Gigs. And then the same day, a couple hours later, Kelly chase calls. He's like, Hey, I got three. I, know. Um, I told him to call you. Well, there you go. You set the seed because he yeah. calls me. He's like, "Hey, I got some stuff for you." I was like, "Yeah, what do you got?" He's like, "Keener's thing, uh, Winnipeg." It was like super fun function, great. He's like, "Nashville sticks and picks the fantasy camp was like great," and then he goes, uh, "All Star Weekend." It was like in Florida on a yacht. He goes, "You'll be one of the speakers." <laughs> the other speaker, Roberto Luongo, Mark Messier, and Wayne Gretzky. I was like, are you shitting me right now? And I was like, on a yacht? Like, I was like, that, come on. Like, and I've never met, um, Messier was my guy growing up. Like, that was my hero. But now, the as, as I get older and you hear all these stories about Wayne Gretzky and how he likes to, you know, drink and have a good time and is just supposed to be unbelievable. I was like, oh my God, I can't believe. I think he's the great one because they say he, he's such a good drinker. Like I've heard different yeah. stories. So even when I went to the Jets game, I, I talked with Shen after and he said, 
I've been to Gaza Ranch, and he goes, this guy was coming out with a tray of shots of tequila at nine in the morning. I was like, Dillette and Colt Knowles told me the almost <laughs> identical story of uh, golfing at Gaza Ranch, and Wayne comes out with tequila shots at like eight in the morning. I was like, oh, my God. I can't wait to meet the legend. Oh, oh and then they just throw on, I see on the thing too later, Chris Chelios and Paul Coffey will be there. And then I was like, oh, I've worked with both of those guys, so that'll be nice. And then they said, oh, there'll be a bunch of other NHL guys, too. I was like, holy man, right on. Are you going to have to wear shorts? <laughs> That's the thing. I've never performed in shorts in my life, man. I I can't because I know people won't even be able to – people won't be able to listen to my stuff because they'll be looking at my legs. They'll be like, this body is so unproportioned right now. I've never wore I've wore I've performed in uh in Thailand is probably plus thirty. And then I performed in Oman, the Middle East, on a ship. It, it was I think someone said it was like plus forty eight or something. Like it was beyond hot, but I could not wear shorts because I knew people could not take me serious. Well, you don't need to take me serious, I guess, but no, I, I knew they wouldn't listen to me. I think a good yacht, yacht wardrobe is like some light cotton pants and like a real flowy shirt. Oh, so you know you want not to show your legs. When I do meet Wayne, should I go up to him and say, "Sorry, I didn't catch your name"? <laughs> <laughs> or you know what? This it's Messier's there too. This is how a- do you know these guys? <laughs> <laughs> who's on for? I remember when I when I first worked with Jerry D. I was going to go to the green room and say, "Who's going on first? <laughs> hey, so who's going on first? Uh, <laughs> I had, I, there's an old Messier Gretzky joke. I'm going to butcher this because I, I remember it when I was probably like hearing it when I was like 12 years old. And I don't know how it exactly goes. It's, it's this dirty joke. It's something about uh, the Oilers are all at a party and they're, uh, they're all drinking, hooking up with women and that. And, uh, and what you would call uh Wayne Wade takes a girl to the room and, he, and like the, I don't know how this joke goes and it, I don't even know how it came to be or where I heard it it's something about him going to, it's something about Wayne going down on a girl when she's on her rag and then she's like oh my god she looks kind of the black she's like oh my god messy eh and he's like no it's me Wayne <laughs> uh, since I butchered it right there I probably won't bring that joke out uh, for the yacht so I don't have to worry about that <laughs> I don't even know how that joke starts or where it goes. <sighs> Have you ever met uh, Luongo? No, I've never met uh, Luongo. No, just uh, good dude. Chelios Say was, hello to him for me. Where uh, where did you? Where, I played with him in Florida for two years. Oh, yeah. Bobby Lou, that's Obviously right. Obviously, you, you're, you're watching the, the Oilers. Oh yeah, Not no. So because you got me a stick, but I, they didn't even transfer. Because I always think of Trevor Kid when you think of when I think of uh, you in Florida. Because Kid was there yeah, too. Kidder and Longo, yeah. Yeah. Where's Trevor Kid now? I remember him coming back from the World Juniors. Um, he came to PA and got outshot. He was on Brandon. I think we had seventy-two shots on him yeah. after coming back from World Juniors or something crazy. Yeah, Kidder is uh, in Kenora. Ontario, uh, just uh, across the border from Manitoba. He plays the Lake of the Woods as well. I think he's out in that neck of the woods. Yeah, I know that, yeah. Lake of the Woods, neck of the woods. Uh, that's got a PA feel to it right there. Well, that's like it's beautiful, but it's it can be a little beautiful. bit rough, hey? Kenora? Uh, I haven't stayed in Kenora. Well, I've stayed. Have I stayed in Kenora? 
I know Lake of the Woods. Know, is, it is beautiful. Lake of the Woods is beautiful. It's it's it a lot like La Ronge, beautiful like that rock, yeah. the lake and the rocks, Canadian Shields. So. The Canadian beautiful Shields. trees. Yeah. Ah oh. uh, man, yeah. Okay, so that that'd be perfect. And then uh, and then PI. You said you're going to PI, and that's the other gig I got was um, this is supposed to be one of the best ones, the best uh, hockey one they have. In PEI, which, man, you've been to PEI before, right? Yes. Like the friendliest, just it's so oh. relaxing, the best, beautiful. And they put on this golf tournament. I think it were in Springside. It's supposed to be an unbelievable uh, course. They, The guy, the organizer said the problem they have with it is the celebrities like it so much that they all want to come back when you need some turnover. Like, like Bobby Orr's been there. The Trailer Park Boys come. Blue Rodeo's there. April Wine's there. Great Big C. The, and it's just, you just party, golf, and there's guys are singing, pulling out their guitar, anything Anything and any kind of thing goes. Guys, uh, the comic did last year, Dave Hempstead, Big Beauty, sends me a video. He's shucking oysters with Denny Potvan and that. So I was like, oh, my God. So I've got that one going in July. And I was going to try not to drink. I haven't drank yet in the new year because I was going to try to qualify for this Can West thing. But now I have this Gretzky out of yacht. And I was like, okay, <laughs> I've made, I've got an asterisk. And how many times, <laughs> like when, when you get to drink with the great one? So that's my asterisk. I say, I'm not drinking this year unless it's with Gretzky on a yacht. And so I'll drink there. And then this, if I do. I wasn't going to drink just for January or see how long I can go. Made it till the 11th. That's not bad. I I used to do it. I was in, I was in Saskatoon. So what could I do? (laughs) <laughs> that's what what can i do and it just makes what sense like, well, well obviously i'm in my home well, province I i'm in the ca- i'm not uh, in the capital but the best city in my well, home province how could i not come on somebody from st louis would say well i was in saskatoon fuck <laughs> that's exactly what they'd say hey how come you got so banged up while i was in saskatoon fuck come on and then give a come on, like, don't be ridiculous. Come on. Come on. Oh, come on, fuck. What are you come doing? Who do you, what, did you drink with Jake and Stoon? Yeah. Yep. We you, uh, went there for went there for a meeting and then went to the Portland Winterhawks and Blades game. Saw the old, saw the old club play. Who is still, uh, who would be, well, that's... There'd be no one around from when you, uh, like, no, no staff would even, because GMs and all that wouldn't be traveling to Stoon anyways. Would they? No. Uh, well, uh, Mike Johnson's GM and coach, so yeah, he was there. And Mike's been there for a long time. I've, I've known Mike for a long time since he was, uh, he was our, I think, our team manager when I was on Team Canada U18, so I've known Mike for forever and done stuff with the Winterhawks since he's been there, so. It's been a lot of fun. He was there when we went to the reunion, remember? Yes. Yes, I do. Hey, speaking yeah. of uh, U18 and that, when you won, uh, and then PEI, would, um, Locke is going to for the um, Canada Winter Games. You won it as the captain, right, for Team Sask? Yes, I did. And Corey Search is on that team. And then yesterday, yeah, uh, he was on the Flames were playing uh, Colorado last night, and he was on the panel in the middle. For some reason, I kind of look up. It's like, oh, it's Corey Search, and I was like, my yeah. boy's beside me. He's like, I went to SAS first with this guy. He's a, he's a seventy-eight. I go, <laughs> this guy threw one of the biggest body checks ever, <laughs> and he's like, my boy's like, what? And I was like, I go, I go, YouTube 
uh, Corey search and then that Quinn Hancock hit will come up and then it, it comes yeah. up and then it, it starts like a, a coach's corner. Don Cherry actually, here it is. Like, <laughs> oh, this is a great hit. He fucking hits Quinn Hancock and Quinn Hancock does like, he hits him and he does like a, a flip. Do you remember the hit, eh? Yeah. <laughs> and my, awesome. my boy's looking at this. He's like, like and it, it, that, that's a clean hit. Like there was no penalty, nothing. Like in our day, that was clean. My boy is like, "This is fucking." That's, he goes, "This is a twenty game suspension." <laughs> he's like, "He goes, it's at least a four minute headshot." He's like, he, "He goes, what? He charged him from the other the other part. Like you don't even actually get to see him come into the. You don't know where he came from." And he goes, two, He fucking took his head off." <laughs> it almost looks fake. It's such a big hit. And then uh, what you would call it, Cherry. He's like he loves Quinn Hancock because Quinn Hancock comes back and scores two goals. And my son was like, he stayed in the fucking game after that. And I was like, yeah, he scored two goals. But I remember when you got knocked out um, in the NHL. And when you got knocked out, you wouldn't stay down and you climbed to the boards and you got, and I remember just sitting there watching and I'm, cause I'm watching it live and you got to the bench. And I remember at that moment, I was like, fucking Joe is going to be on coach's corner. That's why I miss coach's corner. Cause when you would see someone do something awesome. tough or do something like that, when you saw something real tough, you knew he's going to talk about it. And as soon as you got knocked out and didn't stay down and had no legs and got to the bench and then sure as shit, what happens on Saturday night watching coach's corner? There's great. Look at this kid. Good fucking tough. Or didn't say fucking, but good, good, tough, <laughs> good, tough prairie kid right here. Look at that. Do you have that yeah, on film anywhere? I, I I think it's in my shop. I, my parents brought all my stuff from from their basement. I had so much stuff in their basement. They finally brought it all back to me, so I got to go through it. It's in uh, it's in it's in the shop. It's got like my parents kept everything. They have the rosters from all our SAS first camps, and you know every program from like the Mintos and and the Raiders. It's pretty cool. All the magazines from WHL and all the Portland stuff. So it's. Uh, it's pretty awesome. Yeah, I have the. Well, that should be in there. I have your WHL news. Remember the magazine, and then they had the newspaper one. I have both of those of when you guys won. But speaking of parents keeping things, like you know how my mom, my mom wrote in the programs too, like about the yes. game. Like, oh, Kelly let in Kelly let in five goals on seven shots. Not very good. Kenny didn't even come. Good game not to come to. Like, I don't need to fucking read all that, mom. <laughs> but you know what? I you know what my mom did that was funny for Christmas this year. She, she, so there's I have my three boys and then my sister has two boys so she wrapped up these five presents and I was like why is mom so giddy to give okay boys line it up open them all at the same time and she gave uh, my three boys and then my two nephews all like all this stupid hockey gear I used to wear like <laughs> ridiculous like they're like what is this so they had a pair one gets a pair of cooper rolls the next one my son opened up uh my mom sewed i had a pair of sweatpants that had a huge hole and they ripped so we cut them into shorts and then my mom sewed my hockey sh- socks to my shorts <laughs> they were like what is this are you kidding me and i was like man i thought this was i thought my mom was a genius <laughs> Out of her time. Out of her time. Were they were they pace setters? Were the shorts? No, no, they were just regular. No. The regular Russell sweat because you couldn't wear the pace setters under there. That'd be too tough. But what? Um, 
this is embarrassing, but funny now that you look back at it. My <laughs> mom would my mom would make like go to Fabricland. And I remember for some reason, like pajama pants in grade seven were kind of a thing. And I don't looking back at it, how expensive were fucking pajama pants? Like they probably couldn't have been expensive. But my mom made I don't think my mom or my dad would buy me them, so I made a pair in home act. My mom made a pair and then guess what we did? We peeled out like a, a an esprit thing from the back of a shirt and then sewed it on the back like they were actually a like a spree was a hot name or something. <laughs> Taylor, what do you Yeah, no guys, these are esprit uh, pajama pants, they're right deadly over here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how's your spree sweat pads? Oh, and, and it's, it, I, I feel so bad because that like story like that kind of look at your kid walk out and it's like, oh my god, you look like a clown today. Are you seriously wearing that? But some of the stuff we used to wear. <laughs> oh, I, exactly. It's like um, I, I I was just talking about this actually on stage about the the big jeans. Like, okay, so. <laughs> Oh yeah, I think I was. Oh yeah, we did talk about this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my god, I actually told that when my wife she she was at the Christmas show, so I told it in front of her. The uh, but she's she was so close to saying what jeans story, and I was like, she's like, I, what? And I was like, oh, can I tell it? And she's like, what jeans story? And I was like, well, I'm gonna tell it if you don't. And she's like, if you don't know the story, and she's like, well, tell it because I don't even understand what you're talking about. And then I told it, and I don't think she was overly impressed she wasn't doing a <laughs> real big laugh she didn't want to have a fight over christmas oh yeah <laughs> so have you redrank since the 11th have you had it because once it's broken then you're like well why wouldn't i or do you try to get uh, actually just a couple beers at lunch today. that was kind of slowing kind of slowing yeah i had a bunch of partakes at uh at the club in winnipeg like when I was there, I felt like drinking, but man, when I woke up and I was efficient every day, I went for a walk. Like I would walk to this gym and, oh, you feel good. But then that first part of not drinking, you're like, am I even living my fucking life? Like, but then you get back to the, get back to the little Airbnb and you're all good. It's all good. It's all going to fall apart. February 3rd. When I'm on a yacht though. Comedian doesn't, comedian that doesn't drink lifeguard that doesn't swim. <laughs> oh, but I did that. Sorry. The PEI guy, when he told me, cause he kind of knows I go through these in and out of drinking, not drinking. He told me like straight up, you're not coming here. If you're not like you're drinking, like, right. You're drinking. Cause you're, you'll be useless to us if you're not. And I was like, and if that would be, I would finish can West. And that's the reason I'm not really drinking. If I can get there uh, and I'll do that event. And then I'll be, I'll be fucking coming in super hot. Like I'll have dust on my tongue, ready to give her. That's when it gets scary because you can't get enough in you. <sighs> are, you are you busy during the Players Cup this year? Is that is that out yet? Yes, yes. It's in Elk Ridge. Uh, I'm doing Elk Ridge the day before. Here's another thing I'm doing. Uh, oh, and speaking of, I need to get a sponsor. But hey, well, let's give a shout out to our sponsors right now. We're only about yeah. 40 minutes in. Ricky Velcourt, the old real estate agent here in PA. Uh, but I think we're going to give the jingle right at the beginning again. So we're starting out with that. Uh, Bard, I always give it to Bard, even though I don't think Graham's gave me any beer yet. Uh, it's too too hard to ship here. Player golf. I haven't got anything from them either. <laughs> all you, either, all so. you talk about is not drinking. Why would he send you anything? <laughs> oh, well, I go through phases. Oh, wow. I go. That's probably why he's mad because I'm not drinking right now. He can see the sales go down. 
Um, you know, the player cup is June 1st, 2nd or no 2nd, 3rd, but I have a show in Kananaskis on the 26th and then Danberg wanted a show on the 31st pre player cup. And I was like, you know what? This could be the start. I wanted to do a golf comedy tour. There's a couple of buddy mine, uh, buddies of mine that golf. There's Dave Hempstead in Toronto, but he'd cost too much to bring in. And he's a real good golfer and a really fucking good time. But I'll probably get Sean LaCumber and I want to get this Kevin Stobo that golfs out of Calgary, Edmonton, then get one more guy. And we do a foursome. And uh, LaCumber sends me a poster. It's called like tailor-made comedy tours. Like, oh, four headliners. We we golf these courses and then we do a show at their courses night. Because there's golf tournaments. You have men's night. You have ladies night. So you can hit Monday, Tuesdays, you know, like all that kind of thing. So I was like, well, I'm in Kadanaskis on the 26th. I could pick up Stobo on the 27th, get Lacumber. We could get somewhere from anywhere from Calgary to Edmonton, do a show there. And then Lloyd, I there's the Rolling Greens. I do a bunch of shows for this lady there. We could do Lloyd, hit Battleford. And then from Battleford, try to do Saskatoon, Nipwin, even PA. And then go do this one in, um, in Elk Ridge. And then I was like, and then I told uh, Lacumber and Stobo was like, hey, then I have to go do shows on the second, third, but there's the Player Cup. You guys could stay at Elk Ridge and do the Player Cup if you wanted to, but neither one of them, they got to get back and can't do it. So now I'm trying to fill this uh, 27th to 30th with uh, a golf thing, but I don't know if I like working that hard, like calling, doing this. You got to like sell yourself. <laughs> I like people when because when people call you, they're interested in you and you can get more money when you have to call them you're getting one fifth the money and you got to sell it and it's it almost sounds like you're cocky like hey bud this will be a great show i'm fucking deadly <laughs> so it's it's weird to no, sell you yourself call, you, you well that's where you just call pretending not to be you exactly and there's guys agent. yeah and then when I get there, exactly when I change my voice, hey, hey, it's me down here, your transmission. Uh, I'm selling a comedy show. I've got this guy, Kelly. And he's just like, no, I've seen him before. He's a real shithead. Oh, oh that must have been the wrong guy. Uh, what are you talking about? Lou Brown from Major League. <laughs> <laughs> you may hit like Hayes, but you run like shit. Or what he's sort of, you may run like <laughs> you, Hayes, may, but you hit like shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, obscure references. Oh. <clears throat> Speaking of obscure references, my boys, my two youngest, are now watching Family Guy. Holy fuck. Talk about hanging out with your kids all the time now. <laughs> but now I was like, I'm telling them these references that they're not getting because it's from 1980s movies. And then my boy, something happens. He's like, oh, do you know what that's from? And I was like, no. He's like, oh, that's the Stranger Things, this or that. I was like, fuck, I had no idea. So now we're sitting there and we're helping each other out. They're giving me the other things. I was like, not only that, Family Guy, we moved the ping pong table in from the shop. Nonstop ping pong down here. And, uh, well, me and Van are very competitive. Like, it becomes very beaking. Like, oh, there's nothing better when you get, like, to that age where your kid is starting to get better than you with things and you're like, uh Oh, competitive now. So it's great. Now we got family guy, ping pong, hockey. I'm with my kids 24 seven. How's the drywall in the basement? Is it still all intact? Yeah. I, I hear, let me, let me move the iPad around. Look at it's patched. <laughs> can you, can you look how big the white, look at the patches. Can you see that? That's off the charts. That's off the charts, man. 
and then you get mad at them a little bit. They probably, and then the roof is all messed down here. Probably, I don't know how many thousands of dollars from mini sticks down here. And then they're like, okay, dad, settle down. You're getting chapped. And like, and then they beak you when you get mad. Like I never fucking got in trouble from my dad and then beaked them too. Like, okay, Kenny, you're getting chapped. Like fuck, settle down. Relax, Doug. Oh yeah. Relax. Relax. Oh my God. You woke up on the wrong side of the bed. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's shit. Oh my God. What do you, uh, you know, we've done our weekly time here. Anyways, what do you got? Uh, what do you got coming up this weekend? What do you got for hockey? Uh, let's see. No, just U18, uh, the game in Calgary, then a game in Oaks Oaks. And then like Peewee's, uh, just have the weekend off just some practices. I know they have a game Sunday. They have a game Sunday, so oh, look. I know. But uh, now we're doubling up. One of my kids is doubling up baseball and hockey at the same time. So Mac, get pretty busy. Mac is doubling up yeah. right now. Yeah. Fuck. He's he's yeah. The, he's the Bo Jackson of twelve uh, year old boys, eh? Well, yeah. Bo Jackson never did play hockey, but I mean the two sport athlete. <laughs> Funny that we're talking about this. Deion Sanders. Yeah. My 13 year old just came in and just mimicked let's play ping pong. <laughs> let's play ping pong. <laughs> yes, yes, we will play ping pong. Oh, we, yeah, we have some heated battles over here too, but like you said, I'm not, I don't I don't win all the time anymore, so it's not it's not that fun. I know. So I don't do it. Oh, then the beaking. They, it's brutal. Yeah, I had actually, so when I came back from, uh, what the hell? When I got back from Winnipeg, I caught my boy played Friday, this one uh, here, and I had a rare Friday off, so I caught that game. And then Saturday morning, I caught that, then went to Camsack. I did a theater in Camsack. I've never been to Camsack, you know, small town Sask. Yeah. Uh, only tough guy. I said when I got there, I said, the only thing I know of Campsack, tough guys come from here. Tough hockey players. You had yeah. Railkoff, Jesse Rosanzoff, Charles Cushane. That's all I knew of Campsack. Yeah. So, and, but I'm in a theater, man. I, and theaters are Did the. Did you see Chucky when you were there? I didn't see any of them. And it was just, it was, you couldn't even see the crowd. It was just, I saw the crowd for a sec. And as soon as I stepped on stage, it went black. And it was so, it's so fun. To fucking perform on in a theater because this the seats are all facing you. It's good sound. The lighting's perfect. You don't have to rush any of your jokes. You take it so slow. You can draw it out. And the guy was like, "Do you mind doing an intermission? If if this was like a regular show at a convention or room or some or ballroom, I'd be like, intermissions kill comedy. I was like, it's it's there's no flow. But we're in this theater. I was like, yeah, hundred percent. Let's do it. So I did forty five. I was like, oh maybe I'll split it. Do like. I was like, that's a long set because most comics, because like, an hour is like a half hour to a half hour. I was like, oh, and I kind of finished at 45. I was like, oh, kind of long. And then uh, had an intermission, went back on and then did like an hour and eight minutes or something. So I almost did like two hours. Had this, gr- oh, so fucking fun, man. As soon as I was done, was that was like. anything left in the Anything less than the joke bag after oh, that? Oh, there, like, there was. There was, too. They're like, even in, in my head, I was like, we could go. There's still more ways to go on this, too. And I didn't I didn't swear once. I kept it super clean just because I was like, I don't even, I'm having so much fun. There's not even a reason to even go anywhere else in case there's a, a reason to give. Like, well, he got a little dirty there. I was like, this is easy peasy, man. So and then it just fired me up to be like, how fun would it be to be as a comedian to walk? Like, you don't even... 
like when you're doing a, cl- a comedy club or something, they're drinking real hard. They're crazy. Maybe you might have to deal with people like that. I was like, theaters are unbelievable. It would be so fun. So uh, left there just in a great mood. And I was going to go home that night because my boy played at 10 in the morning. But then I ended up doing this super long show intermission. It was like 10, 30. It was late by the time I finished. So I got up at like 5 in the morning, caught this 10 o'clock game, uh, Bantam, and then went to the one thirty. uh <laughs> triple a game they won both theirs that was good and then went back to the a final for the bantam at 3 30 won that then caught my nephew for a 5 30 game and then this week monday uh bantam played tuesday adam played wednesday yesterday the first time to catch a raider game caught a raider game today's thursday caught my boy youngest one in shellbrook Tomorrow, day off, Friday in Regina, catch the midget one. And then uh, Saturday afternoon, 1.30, go to uh, Notre Dame. I've been to Notre Dame since Chick Gudville gave me the start. And he gave me the start because I'd played there at Bantam. He was like, Taylor, you're starting. You know the boards. <laughs> what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> don't, don't give me any confidence or anything. That, like, any re- like, I wouldn't start you. I, would, I don't want to start you, but Schrader started the last 10, and you've been here before. You know the boards. <laughs> so I'll catch that one Saturday, and then I'm going to take my middle boy, go do my show in uh, Regina Saturday, and spend the night in the hotel. i got a fucking great week. Great are week. Fucking, are you reading this off of a paper? Am I, no, I'm not reading this off a of paper. Oh, my God. I don't know what I'm doing tomorrow, man. <laughs> oh, but there's one thing I know. It's hockey game schedules and where I'm going to be. That's the two things. Besides that, I can barely read or write or back up a trailer. I'm useless to society. <laughs> oh, okay, well, that was a good catch up there. Um, that'll, oh, that'll get the heat off of me. Mitch Woods, he was at the show. He was at the show New Year's Eve. And uh, the other guys... I always like giving shout out to the guys that are uh, listening. You never know who's always listening. There's people come out of the wood. I, l- I love when people say more than stand up. And I've said it before when people say, hey, I love listening <laughs> to the podcast. Because stand up, people are like, oh, you have a good one show. Guy, one, What's that? One guy come up to you about uh, the, the last one we did. And he said he couldn't. Uh, He's never laughed so hard at two guys talking about goat for 20 minutes. Yeah, that was Mitch Woods. He goes, yeah, never, I go, yeah, I guess that was our last podcast was all about your goat. <laughs> That's the thing. We get such a big break in between. He's like, I never knew I'd laugh at guys talking about goat for 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So each fans everywhere. Yeah, there we no, go. Fans must be uh, fans must be getting all they need over here and uh, on the Alberta side. I haven't anybody uh, uh, bring up the podcast, but. Every once in a while. I guess I'm not as recognizable as, uh, as Ray, Burke, <laughs> Ray Burke's uh, plus uh, one over here. Okay. Well, I got a ping pong game. He's, he's mimicking right now. Oh, my God. He's going to dominate him just through the L on his forehead like a, he's a loser. Okay, Tess, oh that was gosh. great. Thanks to our uh, our sponsors. Thanks to our listeners, mainly, even before. Yeah. yeah. Okay, bud. Have uh, have a good weekend there. Enjoy you. So, baseball obviously in a big facility inside. Yes. Yeah. There's a, they have a really nice facility in Oak Oaks, and they uh, practice indoors until April or May or something like that. And then April, I think, until then it gets warm outside, and then they go out in the field. Boom. But, <laughs> okay, beauty. Well, um, well, I'm gonna see if I can get this to our uh, editor tomorrow, and then. Uh, 
maybe we'll fire one we'll fire one out on monday tuesday ish something like that yeah i'm ready i can do it from my phone now from anywhere i don't have to run home and try to fix my computer okay there we go i should bring my podcast gear for wayne and mark <laughs> we're too setting up, we're setting up the fans <laughs> again we're just setting ourselves up for failure oh, anytime anywhere yeah anytime anywhere pumping out yeah it's like Pretty oh weak. don't worry babe i'll keep on the grass getting cut and then next thing you know i got a whippersnippet <laughs> even the lawnmower <laughs> keeps stopping <laughs> oh shit sorry i shouldn't have said i'll keep on top of that Okay, that was uh, Tick and Tets. Another little catch up one. That was that was fun, buddy. And uh, thanks for listening, guys. Tick and Tets are out. Smell you later. Tick with a side of Tets. Technical production by Dark Moon Media.